Go and turn it up, please. What's up? What's up? Salute. How's everybody doing out there? It's your man, Ben Farrell. We're thinking out loud. Yes. We're going to get right into it. You know how I do. A man fatally shot. Hold up. I'm going to have to, like, change the internet real quick. I'm sorry, y'all. It's like this internet been, like, real stupid slow for the last week or so. It never did it, but all of a sudden, it don't. It don't move as fast no more. I don't know what's the deal. Maybe there's too many people on it. But, all right, okay. A fatal shooting in South Houston leaves a man dead. Police investigating the motive, all right? Houston Police Department is investigating the fatal shooting of a man in South Houston after someone in a car fired multiple shots, striking him. Authorities say the victim was walking with his girlfriend in their neighborhood, just a few blocks away from their home, when a silver four-door sedan, possibly a Chevy Impala, approached them near Boone Ridge and Beach Haven intersections just after midnight on Sunday. Uh, the occupants of the car opened fire on the man, uh, HPD, Houston Police Department and Houston Fire Department responded to the shooting, finding the man in his 30s with at least one gunshot wound. The man was pronounced dead at the scene by the Houston Fire Department. The girlfriend, who was nearby, had visible injuries, and the police are investigating whether these injuries came from domestic violence caused by the deceased. The police are still working to establish the motive behind the shooting. Further details will be provided as we learn more about this incident. So, that's an incident right there that happened on Sunday night. It just made it to the goddamn local news. Uh, I think uh, there's a rash of burglaries in the west section of Houston. Uh, an investigation is underway after the Houston Police Department found a man dead in his car in the parking lot of a West Houston apartment complex Tuesday night. At around 9 p.m., Houston Police Department responded to multiple calls reporting on ongoing burglaries at the Abbey at Enclave Apartments. Uh, I think that's on Long Point somewhere where witnesses observe a masked individual attempting to break into parked cars. Uh, upon arrival at the scene, the Houston Police Department officers searched the area and discovered an unresponsive man inside of a parked car. The man had sustained a gunshot wound and was pronounced dead by Houston Fire Department. Uh, the fire department had to get him out of the car no, uh, obviously. Uh, and then they probably had the paramedics with them at the same time. Authorities say it remains unclear whether the deceased person was connected to the initial reports of a car break-ins. The investigation into the matter is ongoing. Ongoing. In the aftermath of the incident, uh, Oladipo, Oladipo Onyanyone, 
a tenant residing in the apartment complex expressed his concerns and unease about the situation. It makes me feel uncomfortable that we are not safe because if someone can shoot somebody here, they then any of us can be shot and die. Uh, Onene Yene stated, uh, uh, any one of them could get hurt, basically what he's saying. It makes me feel uncomfortable. That's what he was saying. He recalled a similar shooting incident that happened that had taken place outside his balcony three years ago, which he had promptly reported to the police. This recent event has left him feeling unsafe in his current living environment. Yeah, it's almost like a dark cloud is on Houston. To be honest with you, it's like a very dark cloud because I'm from New York, all right? Uh, I moved to Houston because Houston is Texas. The economic structure down here is very, you know, easy. Like the economy was easy. It was easy at a point, but it's not no more because of the divide. Um, the racism, the racism has emerged uh, over the years. For the last couple of years, the racism has emerged greatly. And there's a lot of criminal activities down here. Uh, this is the drug capital of America because, you know, Houston is very close to the southern Texas border. So it's a lot of drug activity. It's a lot of people acting silly out here and stuff like that. And it's a great division down here, you know. It's uh, uh, I'm a black person, and I can't sit here and lie to you about what's going on. Um, and I'm, it's, it's like a dark cloud all over the damn country, not just Houston. But down here, particular, particularly, um, it's just, it just seemed real bad. It don't look good at all. It's very annoying. It's extremely annoying because you have racist people. I even ran into, like, racist Spanish, Hispanic people. Like, that is just so disgusting. Like, it's the worst thing in the world. Like... This is how I feel. I feel like we I'm living in hell for real. Like I really feel like I'm in hell. Like I can't see anything worse than this. Because people are so disgusting. Like there's people that be minding their business and going to work and then they have to be careful when they going to work. They have to be real careful. They got to they got to be alert. What type of world world that we live in? What type of civilization that we live in when we have to be so alert? You don't know if your neighbor got a problem with you. You see what I'm saying? That's how nasty it is down here in Houston. It's like a heavy, dark cloud. You know, people like a demonic spirit just running around and people just acting disgusting with each other. It's nasty. But the way that people are acting towards each other, especially the racism and the great division that's going on in the country, it's extremely annoying. Like, it's the worst thing in the world. And it's happening in America. And what are we going to do to, like, stop this?
You know, it's just nasty. Like, we cannot have peace at all. It's always got to be some type of war and stuff. And I hate it. it. It's the worst thing. It's the very worst thing in the world. But anyway, let me keep it moving. All right. Uh, uh, Houston, I mean, 521-year-old men arrested with prohibited weapons to kill hundreds of people free on bond the next day. This is a disaster waiting to happen, uh, said Andy Cohan with Crime Stoppers. On June 23rd, 521 years old were pulled over by a Houston police officer for running a stop sign. I can't imagine the look on his face when he saw what was inside the car. And then when he opened the trunk, uh, Cohan said, uh, according to the court documents, each man had a weapon and four were seen handling a Glock with auto sear converting converting it to a fully automatic handgun, a prohibited weapon. Uh, the document states multiple weapons and accessories were found in the trunk. 11 armor piercing rounds on an ammo belt. Where did, where did these people get this stuff anyway? And one of the guys actually had a Glock handgun that was found in his underwear, said Kahan. Uh, this sounds like something out of a movie, said crime victims advocate April uh, Aguirre. Aguirre uh, that's the person. Uh, what normal 521-year-old runs around in the vehicle in the city of Houston with armor pills and rounds? The district attorney office asked for a $75,000 bond on each case, Kahan said. But the 174th criminal district court judge Hazel Jones set bond for four of the defendants at just $10,000. 184th judge Catherine Thomas set bond for the fifth defendant at $10,000 as well. They have converted their handguns and assault rifles to fully automatics, yet we let them out on bond, Aguirre stated. Miss Aguirre stated, the five were out of jail and back out there on the streets within a day. They're out. So what does that tell the criminals, said Miss Aguirre? It's okay what you've done. There's no real consequences to your actions. Growth. Right on ahead. I shudder to think what might have happened if this officer hadn't been able to pull them over just for running the stop sign, uh, Carhan stated from Crime Stoppers. I don't know why I be burping so hard. Like, that shit is annoying. And every time I get on the microphone, that's when they want to pop up. When I'm not on the microphone, it doesn't pop up. Like, what the hell? What the hell is going on in my life? It's almost like somebody doing voodoo on me and shit. Like, I could tell somebody hating on me on the podcast, but I don't even like talking about that. I'm just trying to let that go. I'm just like, whatever, and just keep on working. But Spotify, oh, let me see. Spotify hikes prices for its 200 million pre- premium subscribers. A lot of streaming service companies are doing that. Let me go somewhere else with this. Uh, 
Phoenix, right? I think I did Phoenix last night. I don't even think I need to even mess with Phoenix right now. There's so many news outlets that you could go to and talk to and read on. There's a lot of um, fire burning forest fires all over the nation. But that happens every summertime. Uh, we already talked about LeBron James' son, uh, Bronny, going through a cardiac arrest. Um, he probably was overwhelming his body with the workout. Or oh, look at what goes on on wildfires. Uh, two Arizona school choice leaders resign. Oh, man, come on, man. Well, I don't, I'm not looking for disastrous things. I don't want to get pushed into the politics because it looks like these news are going to push me into the politics and I don't want to even do that. When there's a lot of peace, then I don't have to do this type of stuff no more. It can switch up to something else. But will it ever be peace? I don't even know. Let me see. I did the Marines people. Trans man speaks out after violent arrest. Let me see. Trans man uh, violence arrest under investigation by Los Angeles Sheriff's Department. Yeah, I covered that, but let me see. I think this is like updates on it. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department says it's investigating a transgender man violent arrest after he and his lawyer released surveillance footage of the February encounter. Emmett Brock, 23 years old, told news sources that he was beaten by a Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputy after he gave the middle finger to the officer who Brock alleges was behaving harshly toward a woman on the side of the road. Surveillance footage of the arrest was obtained by Brock's attorney from a nearby store and released to the news sources. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department takes all use of force incidents seriously, the department said in a statement on Tuesday. The statement added that the department is investigating the information and allegations brought forward by Mr. Brock and his attorney. Unfortunately, we cannot comment any further at this time due to the pending litigations in this matter. I already did this, but let me see if there's any updates. Brock said that the incident began when he was driving and observed the deputy just acting in a very um, domineering, domineering, abusive way towards, or what's the, what's the best way to say it? Uh, he was acting very domineering, abusive ways towards this woman on the street. After making the gesture to the deputy, Brock said the same deputy hopped in his car and began following him. Brock said he proceeded to deviate from his route, from his routes to see if the deputy would keep following him. Brock said he called 911 and claims he was told if he doesn't have lights or sirens on, he's not pulling you over. If he hasn't pulled you over, he hasn't pulled you over. <laughs> that sounds silly. Continue to your destination. That's what the 911 people said. He called 911 when the cop was following him. Brock pulled 
into a 7-Eleven parking lot when the deputy car pulled in behind him and turned his lights on before Brock got out of the car, which can also be seen in the surveillance footage. As Brock got out of his car, the deputy can be seen in the footage approaching Brock, grabbing him and throwing him to the ground. He's on top of me very quickly, Brock told news sources. I took a step and then immediately was just grabbed, thrown on my head. He punched me, I think about 10 times, with a closed fist on both sides of my head, just beating me, and I was bleeding from ear from my ears. And my face was hugely swollen. The deputy can be seen on the video hitting Brock while the two were on the ground. He alleges that officers told him he was arrested for resisting but would not tell him why exactly he was approached by the police in the first place. All right. He alleges that the officer told him he was arrested for resisting but would not tell him why exactly he was approached by the police in the first place. The deputy has been identified in local news reports as Joseph Benza. Mr. Benza's attorney, Tom Yu, told news sources that his client was trying to take control of the situation when Brock apparently tried to walk away from the traffic stop. A traffic stop is inherently dangerous. Uh, uh, the attorney told news sources, it evolves very fast, very rapidly. You don't know if a person is armed. So my client immediately took control of that situation in an attempt to stop Mr. Brock from walking away from the tra traffic stop. Brock says when he revealed in a local jail he is a transgender, Deputies begin asking invasive questions about his gender identity and genitalia and allegedly made him expose himself to a female officer inside a restroom, after which he says he was placed in a woman's holding cell. Brock has been charged with two misdemeanor charges, including battery against a police officer and resisting arrest. Brock has pleaded not guilty to the charges. He said he is pursuing legal actions against the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. The Sheriff's Department did not release the arresting officer's name to the news sources, but I already told you the, uh, his name is Joseph Benza. Uh, yeah, you can see the videos where he pulled up behind him at a gas station and he's on top of him. All right, so yeah, I covered this, but those are the small updates about it. So I'm probably gonna jump on some other news, but I gotta do some work anyway and stuff like that. I gotta do a lot of work, so I don't know if this is gonna crush my podcast or not. But I got tons of stuff to do. I probably ain't gonna. I'm gonna probably do the bare minimum. For the next couple of days and next week because I got tons of stuff to do. So I'm going to try to come uh, come up with at least two segments per day. But I can't even promise that because I'm going to be real busy and stuff. I got to move around and things like that. Money is real scarce. 
the economy is bad. Plus, racism makes it worse. If I was a white boy, I wouldn't have that much problem. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or probably even a Spanish dude. I wouldn't have that much problem, but problems at all. But because of the fact that I'm black, it's, like, harder for me and stuff. And I'm not no bad person. I'm a very social person, easy to um, get along with. But it's hard, and I never seen heartache like this before. It's like we back in the 1960s, and I wasn't even born in the 60s and stuff. But that's one one uh, one old head that I work with at my job. He said that he was like, "Man, it feels like it's the six the 60s, the 1960s." That's what he said. I remember him saying that. You know, like for real. And he's like, "Bro, it's real like divided. Like people hate." Like, hate black people for real down here. And I'm like, damn, man, why is this going on? But I know I'm off the subject. Uh, I told y'all guys the news. What? This news right here, what I'm telling you about the economy and what's going on. It's real serious. And, And this is the truth. Divided, we will fall. And... There's people who just cannot understand that, you see? I've never seen a team or a basketball team divided win a championship. I've never seen that before. If somebody's seen that before, please tell me. And, you uh, so I don't know why people are hating on other races and colors and creeds, but this is disgusting. It's very nasty. It's the ugliest thing in the world. I don't know why people just can't seem to grasp grasp the concept of, yo, we need to work together to come with a better solution, but nobody doesn't want to do that. They'd rather kill each other, pull out guns, and do dirty stuff. Man, I don't know what type of solution I could come up with to make people listen to me, but... I'm trying my best here. But anyway, I'm going to be back with another segment. All right? I pray for the whole country. I pray for the whole world instead. It's your man, Ben Sparrow, with Thinking Out Loud. I'll be back with another segment. Um, You can subscribe to my YouTube box, Benji. Um, And then you can follow me on TikTok, underscore Murder Envy. All right? That's underscore M-U-R-D-E-R-E-N-V as in Victor I-I. I'll holler at you later. Peace. Boom. It's that Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with it. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the Bodega.